what are we doing? Protecting some jealous lover or something? A man shoots at you, makes holes in private property, risks people's lives, gives a very bad tone to Christmas Eve. And pray tell, good King Wenceslas, how may I serve thee? Well, I've been kind of nice to the lieutenant, and it's going to be kind of hard for me to lean on her now, you know what I mean? Ah, yes. Another job for Scrooge. All right, get her in. Just for a minute. Just for uno minuto. Jackie, wake up. It's Christmas. You can go home now. Love, Santa Claus. Miles. Miles, everyone. Ah, it's going to be a beautiful day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Murder Love Triangle Christmas Special and Season Wrap-Up. I'm here with my two brothers, as always, and I just have one question for you. Who loves Christmas, baby? Hey, I'm Josh Fillmore, and it's a pleasure to be here wrapping up this uh, this season of the Fantasy Murder Love Triangle, baby. <laughs> well ad-libbed, so Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Spencer Fillmore, and may your holiday season be as smooth as the top of Kojak's head. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. So, as you may have guessed, and we uh, had publicized earlier on the Facebook page, we are doing something a little different. We're only talking about one episode. We're going outside of the Fantasy Murder Love Triangle, and we are picking a special Christmas episode and we picked How Cruel the Frost, How Bright the Stars, which is Season 3, Episode 15 of Kojak. And for my brothers, this is the first time either of you have seen a Kojak episode. Hooray! Yay. Welcome to Kojak. <laughs> great to be here. It's great. Yeah. So hopefully that inspires you to watch some more Kojak. And it would be great if we could work some more in. At some point, this was going to be my my Christmas surprise to you guys, but... I changed my mind because I wanted it to be a Christmas episode. But at some point, we must watch the Sylvester Stallone Kojak episode. Oh, oh. his! I saw his face on the on the cover of the sea of like season three. <laughs> Stallone, yes, <laughs> young loves a Flatbush Stallone. <laughs> he he probably has like thirty seconds of screen time, but there he is. <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen the slide documentary on Netflix? Yeah, it's so it was really good. So if there was no Lords of Flatbush, there's no Rocky. Like there's yeah. there's no way around that. Yeah. I don't like All to right. dwell on that very long, but uh, <laughs> I think it's true. But I was still I was stunned Quentin Tarantino talking about his absolute love for the Lords of Flatbush. <laughs> Lords of Flatbush. Yeah, he said that like that scene where Stallone is buying the ring for his girl is is one of Stallone's best acting moments in his entire career. Like oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So here we go. We let's just launch right into this. We are going to be talking about how cruel the frost, how bright the stars. So this is a Kojak episode where it is Christmas Eve down at the station, and Kojak he's just done for the night. He wants to go enjoy dinner with a lovely young Greek lady that's trying to kind of figure out her way around town, and Kojak's helping her out. But well, Kojak's there to take advantage of her. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is that crime doesn't let you take a Christmas Eve date. No. Crime doesn't care about Christmas Eve. So we got two stories. I'm going to take them separately. We have these two girls who are in a bar. One of them is definitely a prostitute. Loretta, I think, is definitely a prostitute. I'm not sure what the other girl's deal is. She just kind of showed up in the bar. I think she's just looking for a guy or trying to get to meet people. I thought um, she was but... a prostitute. Are they both? Yeah, Let, I, we can go I, with that. Like, Let's if go with that. If they had to lean on it, it'd be both are prostitutes. It's Kojak, yeah. so that's probably correct. Or as Grandma once told me, women of the night. <laughs> we have two prostitutes in the bar, and a man comes in, and he just opens fire on them, and fortunately he misses, and then he, he shoots himself in the arm, and he flees. And so these two prostitutes are brought into the station. Well, I think it's important to see why he shot at that one woman. Well, we will, I mean, that'll be discussed for sure. Okay. Because we're going to learn it. So they're investigating it and they figure out, okay, this guy has injured himself. So he probably is going to need some medical attention. And they hear that a pharmacy has been 
held up, right? Like some guy busted into a pharmacy. Not only did he demand that the pharmacist kind of gave him some medicine, but also gave him a list of local doctors, which the pharmacist did. <laughs> who, who he's just free to visit at all hours of the night at their <laughs> home. <I know. laughs> it's weird. So Kojak, uh, he knows that the way to go about this now is to go and visit the doctors. And so on their third try, they're at a doctor's house. And this doctor, guess who's inside with the doctor? Our man, and I can't remember what his name is, but here's the deal. Trenchcoat guy, his wife has left him and he's so mad at her that he wants to hunt her down and kill her because his wife is cheating on him like crazy and she's just gallivanting around town. And so Kojak calls up on the buzzer and the doctor's like, yeah, we're fine. But as soon as the (laughs) bad guy leaves, the doctor's like, hits the buzzer, Kojak knows what's up. And so they try to find the guy. Does he escape? Is there some fence jumping? Is this the fence jumper or is it or is this the it guy is. that's simply no, that's okay. the best part is like the bad guy jumps? Yeah. That 80 year old man jumps 50 feet to the street into the alley. But then neither him nor the cop are willing to climb the eight foot fence. No, I was watching this with my wife last night and that was her comment. She's like, wow, he gave up quick. It's just like, oh, oh, no, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Okay, anyway, when they finally do track him down again, they go to the Latin bar because they're using Loretta as bait to try to find this guy because this guy is going from bar to bar looking for his floozy wife. And so he takes Loretta as bait. Well, and they suspect, Kojak suspects that his wife looked like Loretta because that's why he shot at her, right? Yeah, because she put the flower in her hair that his wife had left at the bar. Yeah, that's right. Oh, his wife left a flower at the bar and she picked it up and shoved it in her hair. Very good, Spencer. You should be a detective. Yeah. So we're at the Latin bar and Kojak asks the bartender, have you seen this girl before? And he's like, maybe. And so uh, he said, is anyone else looking for her? And I guess our friend Bill, his name is Bill. He had just been there and he had just left. Kojak goes around the corner. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pay respect to the bartender, Edward James Olmos. Oh, Edward James Olmos, the bartender. So the Kojak is a great show because so many people like get their start on this show, and and uh, so we have you like recognize these people, and like Spencer said, we're going to see John Lorquette at the very end as well. So yeah, he has wandered into the alley and just shot himself, and Kojak shows up, and Loretta's with him, and it's a good. Merry Christmas suicide, because the last thing he gets to look at is the girl that he thinks is his wife, and then he dies. I mean, isn't that what it's all about, though? Well, Loretta tells him she pretends to be the wife and says, I came back, right? Yeah, you came came back. back just to watch you die. Yeah, and then he dies, and she's like, so do I have time to go back into the club? (laughs) I'm going back. (laughs) Uno menudo. Mr. Mr. Savalas just leaves her with the dead body. (laughs) <laughs> and walks away, and then she walks past him and goes and dances. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 1970s New York. No one will even notice. So, all right. Seen a dead body or two. Yeah. The other story is we have Miss DeWitt who shows up at the police station. She says, "I can't find my boyfriend. He's been missing for a full three hours." She takes a long time spilling all the details, but he has robbed a store before, and he has a gun on him now. And the problem is that they weren't supposed to buy presents for each other, but doggone it, did she ruin that? She bought him a present, and yeah. now he has to get her a present, but the only way that she can think of for her him to get her a present is he's got to go rob someplace. And <laughs> she thinks so little of him. It's weird, isn't it? And, and then it's the extra pressure is they're about to go to dinner at her parents' house. Her rich parents' house. Yeah, she's kind of high society, right? Yep, this was he was going to meet with the parents in the parlor. Yeah, uh, with his gun tucked behind his pants. Or I don't know why. <laughs> so what we find, though, is maybe she's wrong because he picks up some honest work doing deliveries for a liquor store. But then it turns out that she wasn't wrong because he then robs the liquor store. But only <laughs> after he was robbed himself. By straight yeah. toughs. Oh, that's... I, I was like, who's getting robbed? What's the point of this? And that, that's him. That's So, doggone it, Josh, he tried. He tried to do he it did. the honest way. Not very hard, but he tried. <laughs> Someone like him should know better than to just walk out into the alley of New York flashing around handfuls of cash. <laughs> Look know? how much money I've made making deliveries, and then it's gone. Then thump thump and crime time. Yeah, Christmas beat him to the ground, and now the only option he has is holding up the liquor store, which he does. Yep, I don't blame him. The bad, yeah, I know. 
I mean, what else are you going to do? The bad news is this liquor store is being staked out for some reason. Yeah, that and, part I didn't understand. Not only is it being staked out, it's being staked out by a cop who's itching to kill a man. Well, and they're staking it out 24 hours a day. They're like taking mm-hmm. shifts. It's weird. So something is up with this liquor store, but they're staking it out. And the cop who is there tonight, his wife was killed, was murdered. And ever since she was murdered, all he wants to do is kill a perp. He's dying to kill a perp. <laughs> so this guy robs the store. And of course, there's a shootout. And Kojak gets there. Is he too late? He runs up onto the roof where uh, the guy's name is Houston. Houston, and I don't know his name. I'm calling uh, him DeWitt's boyfriend. They are mm. shooting it out, but Kojak gets there, and he steps between the two of them, and he gives him a little talking to, Josh. He says, hey, yeah, he does. no one's dead yet, buddy. This isn't, you know, you're not getting off free. You're going to have to do some time, but but this can end now. And, Josh, that's the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of tough love. Don't kill anyone. And, uh, you know, maybe Miss DeWitt will wait for him. Who knows? So <laughs> she won't. She won't. Mr. Witt is kind of unbearable. She yeah, is yeah. a weird lady. Well, yeah. Kojak lays into her and basically gets her to admit that she's with him to bug her parents. Yeah. Yeah. He says <laughs> Kojak knows the score. Yeah. Kojak, he plays a little Scrooge. You want some Scrooge? I'll give you some Scrooge, baby. So we think that all has ended kind of on a sour note. But Josh. Our prostitute from Florida, you know who comes to rescue her at the police station? The sailor that she mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I guess Hooray. she had a real good hookup with a sailor, and he's going to do like a pretty woman sort of thing? I don't know. He's fallen in love with his prostitute, and he is going to take her away on Christmas Eve. So that's great. See, so do you wish we could see the follow-up episode when they're at the officer's ball? Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you for daring to dream. Oh, yes. man. So, <laughs> I brought Do you wish my they could have involved Richard Mall in this a little bit? <laughs> All right. So at the very end, we have a touching scene between Kojak and the chief, right? Where they're out and the chief is like, you should have worn a vest. And Kojak's like, we're getting to the point where everyone in this city is going to have to wear a vest. But it's our neighborhood. We got to love it. If we don't love it, who will? And then it's Kojak looks up into the sky and the snow is falling. We get a, uh, a nice free screen and uh, Merry Christmas, Kojak. Mm. Free screen followed by the flute. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think? Oh, I liked it. I liked Kojak. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, man. But, that was like great. a couple of thoughts. I had observations is one like 70s New York is filthy. Oh, you get an STD just looking at it. Oh, it's so dirty. And like the police station is dirty and they're drinking at the police station and no one's paying attention to these two hookers they brought in. So they have free reign of the whole department. They're just hanging out. Yeah, they're just <laughs> being awesome, doing nails. The prostitute from Florida, she's like, uh, the problem is, is that the only thing I've got going for me is my wapum, my words per minute. She's like, I'm up to 80 or 90, but... <laughs> Do you think boys care about my wapum? No boy cares about my wapum. And then Loretta says, Marquette does. Yeah, let's just do your nails. Maybe we can do your nails. So she does her nails green, and that's why that's probably why Loretta is, you know, he comes around. He's like, I bet her nails. That was her Christmas gift. Yeah, all he can think about Loretta is how many words per minute she was able to accomplish. Do you think that's the first question he asked her after bailing her out? Was what are you up to? What are you up to? Is it 80, 85? 80. <laughs> Can we just go take a quick typing test? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, so what else do you guys remember? Kojak had to ditch his date, but not before he mistletoed her. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Of course It means did. I'm tricky and you're beautiful. Yeah. By the way, is it just me? Like that curly haired cop with the black curly hair? There's just no way that's his hair. That looks like... That looks like someone just put on the worst wig and made no effort whatsoever. <laughs> so, Jar, have you seen, like, there's a theory out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher. I wish I knew it better. But it's like, I think it's maybe a St. Elsewhere. It's just one of those old hospital dramas that the entire television universe is invo- revolves around this kid's dream. Oh, yeah. St. Elsewhere, where the, the worst ending of any show ever, right? It was just yep, a big dream. Like, yep. Everything's a big dream. And then I'm like, well... That dirty cop with the brown hair, 
Yeah. I would not be shocked to find out that that's Norm from Cheers' dad. Because <laughs> they look real similar. He's just like a more hard up one. Yeah. Oh, another thing I remember now is when Miss DeWitt meets up with her boyfriend and he's trying to bust out of the liquor store. I don't know. Why is she there with the cops? But he immediately, because he loves her so much, uses her as a human shield. That's true love. (laughs) So don't come any closer or I'll shoot my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It was full of Christmas cheer. Christmas grime. I love Kojak because it, it doesn't pull any punches. In fact, Kojak probably is responsible for people thinking that New York was is worse than it was. <laughs> but, but uh, oh, I love it. I, I love that we've, we've got a Christmas episode with suicide and prostitutes and shootouts. <laughs> it's no, I need more Telly Savalas in my life. I've learned. It oh, ends with, great. love that neighbor, baby. Oh, man. (laughs) Such a great way to end that episode and maybe this podcast. So it is time to get right into our end of the season wrap up. Although let's let's do um, let's do we got here for our favorite character from this Kojak episode. Spencer, who's your favorite character? Kojak. Like if I only have one, it's Kojak. Yeah. Yeah. How could it not be Kojak? So I'm going to for me, I'm going to say Kojak is is so obvious that I'm going to I'm going to take a second one. So I'm going to go with Loretta the Hooker. That. She's got a heart of gold, that one. <laughs> she does. Just wants to dance and be bait. <laughs> That's it. All for a little affection. <laughs> well, I'm going for Laracat then, just to mix it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, for mix it up, I'll, my plan two would be Norm's dad. <laughs> <He's cheap. laughs> I thought he'd be a real jerk, but he turned out to be kind of a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, he wasn't able to interrogate Miss DeWitt because he'd been a little bit too nice to her. Yeah. All right. Favorite quote. I've got Josh's, so I'm going to roll it. Here we go. You see my dad out there doing a thing on the dance floor? You ever see him before? What? It's the fuzzy wuzzy, baby. (laughs) Can you imagine a cop just saying that? (laughs) It is the way he delivers it, too, you know? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Spencer, you got a quote. It's possible I pulled it, but let's hear what you got. Almost as like, crap, it's the fuzzy wuzzy. The fuzzy wuzzy baby. No, mine is love thy neighbor, baby. Oh, okay. Well, we got that. I'm gonna play it. Love thy neighbor, baby. Good night, Theo. Jingle bells, Frank. <laughs> I love that his name <laughs> it's is so Theo. awesome. Can you imagine saying goodbye to your friend by just saying jingle bells? <laughs> <laughs> jingle bells. Okay, here's my quote because I had to go back to make sure that he said what I thought he said. So here we go. I mean, I love it so with the orange and the green and the fringe and zappa dappa do. <laughs> the best they gave him apparently is covered in zappa dappa do. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm now going to say that as often as I possibly can in conversation. <laughs> so anyway. Is it, fair, is it fair to say that Kojak would kill Columbo within 30 minutes? <laughs> just would not have time to put up with this slow pace <laughs> oh all right quienes mas macho spencer quienes mas macho i'm gonna go with that's a great question because i was debating this the whole time but i'm gonna go with uh i never really got his name that guy in the red scarf who tried to do the stand-up thing. First of all, his girlfriend lied to him and put him in a tough place. Yeah. So he tried to get legit work. He did. Then he was robbed. And then he decided it's only fair and it makes it even. So it's not bad if he too robs. It's just balancing the scales. It is. That's all it's doing. Mr. DeWitt. (laughs) I don't know. Mr. DeWitt. And then he also had the courage to give it up to Kojak when Kojak said, you're going to do some time. Yeah. Hopefully you come out smarter. So yeah. he was my kin. He's my smacho. <laughs> well, what about you, Josh? I, well, I, I don't think I want to overcomplicate this. Like Kojak is by far the most macho of like maybe anybody that we've seen all year. I think that scientifically Kojak produces more testosterone than any creature on the planet. I, that guy is <laughs> save one the most that macho we'll talk yeah. about, possibly. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's bottling and selling it. 
Kojak's my pick too. And if I can't pick Kojak, then I'm going to go with Norm's dad. <laughs> so, all right. You've been stooping. Okay. Do you have a favorite romantic moment, Josh? Uh, well, I, I think the only romantic moment was uh, Kojak and his Greek lover. Yes, I call that being kisseltoed. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pick as well. <laughs> Spencer, you have one? Well, mine wasn't. It's not, like, it's not like a classically romantic moment. But it was somewhat romantic when Kojak talked the other cop out of double barrel shotgunning the guy. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. that got a little tender. Yeah. Also, I'm a fan of You Came Back. Oh, Loretta the Hooker. Uh. Filling in for a tender <laughs> moment with the dying the dying Bill. So That could have been an epic stooping had she been, like, <laughs> kissing a dead man that she didn't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you guys, it's time to get crazy. We are doing for the season wrap-up. I think we did 10 episodes, because I think this is the 11th. So, um, for the entire season. Oh, man, this was fun. Like, Oh, this was a great There one. is so much to sort through. So much material. I know. <laughs> like, I honestly, and this is going to sound really stupid, but I honestly had to kept, keep telling myself, Spencer, there is no wrong answer because so many of them are right. <laughs> We're going to go show by show and talk about each episode that is your fantasy, the episode you want to murder, and the episode that you love, and let it start with Fantasy Island. Spencer, which Fantasy Island episode is your fantasy? My fantasy episode of Fantasy Island was Trapeze and Invisigirl. Mm. Oh, you are talking about Snowbird. That nothing will top that invisible woman. Invisible woman, invisible yeah. woman leading dude visit invisa make out <laughs> with Sunny Bono. Sunny Bono falling into the lagoon. <laughs> All right, Josh. What about you? What's your Fantasy Island fantasy episode? It, it was that one. It, like, episode, season four, episode seven. Invisible woman and the snowbirds. Like I, it has long been my fantasy to to be on a traveling trapeze team, but to do it in like a flesh colored leotard with a Don Amici, that doesn't get any better. There's so so many parts like to that episode, like within Visa girl, like wanting to get married and then trying to tempt her husband or her boyfriend with two women and then realizing he's not tempted because he's loyal and then bringing on his old partner. And then in the end, deciding, I'm going to marry the guy who used to bug me in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to break ranks, folks. And so my Fantasy Island episode that is my fantasy is from Season 5, Episode 6, Druids and a Night in a Harem. Because Mm. there's no fantasy greater than watching Paul Williams Williams being chased around the pool by muscle men in tight leotards. little wee haystack <laughs> oh, with a haystack haircut yeah uh, i love that love. One. <laughs> that was okay. that was Montauban's ultimate switcheroo yeah. <laughs> so uh our our guest star for those that episode was jack riley for the for your guys as the guest star was do you remember it was a woman it was a meachie right. these memories guys like and now i say it all the time i'm gonna break your neck I'm gonna break your neck. Break your neck. Okay. All right. Paul Williams being chased around the pool. <laughs> he has to stand on the oh. what do they call it? The diving board to kiss that girl. Yeah. All right. Fantasy Island episode that you want to murder, Josh. The the one that I want to murder. Yeah. Um. So I. There wasn't really a Fantasy Island episode that I hated, but I went with uh, Season 2, Episode 25, Amusement Park and Rockstars. Oh, yeah. This is the Bernard oh. Fox episode. And the yeah. reason that I chose to murder this one is because I don't want to see the Bayo boys fail at anything. Oh, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. That's fair. All right, Spencer, what about you? Fantasy Island episode you'd like that you want to murder. So I went with Trouble My Lovely, The Common Man. I think it's mm. season one, episode ten. Or it might just be one one. 
And it's the what like it's it's the beginning of a long stretch of people looking for respect <laughs> and not finding it. But it just I don't know. This it's one of the few fantasy islands that just kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, I can't even remember which one that is. So that that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> okay, my pick is from season six, episode seven, Roller Derby Dolls and Thanks a Million. And I mean, I love Vic Tayback as much as the next guy. Uh, and Janet Leigh is great. Her accent is insane in this episode. I think I'm just so upset by the idea of the guy having that contest. And then what Janet Leigh really wins is she gets to marry the guy who ran the contest. Everybody wins. Would you say Vic Tayback is the poor man's Telly Savalas? He might be. <laughs> <laughs> okay so speaking of Vic Tabak and Telly Savalas so Vic Tabak was on <laughs> Alice right so Vic Tabak is in Alice he's uh, he's the you know like the, the cook in Alice and there's a special episode of Alice where Telly Savalas appears as Telly Savalas Whoa. it's a sexy moment yeah Alice doesn't know what to do oh. <laughs> alright Josh episode that you love from Fantasy Island yeah, so I went with season three, episode twenty-three, Eagle Man. Yes, and Children of Men too. And <laughs> both of those stories were so great. Uh, Gilligan trying to <laughs> pretend he's a superhero for the rest of his life for his son, and then uh, and then of course the Children of Men too with maybe one of my top three characters from this season, Mancore. <laughs> Mancore <Yeah>. melted face. <laughs> yeah. What an episode! I think at the end, though, maybe it's his, maybe it's Mancore's heart that melts. <laughs> you would think that, but I think he comes back angry another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly certain that was him in the Druid one. Um, you know what? This was maybe the hardest decision, and I think my answer may shock you. Whoa. I went all the way back to episode one with the beachcomber. Beach <laughs> that was a good one. I, you, you, we watched that and I'd, I'd never seen Fantasy Island, so I didn't know ex- what to expect, kind of what the flow of the show is. And it's perfect. One, you have Gomez from the Adams family spending his fortune <laughs> to live as a bum on this <laughs> island. And then you find out it's not only to live as a bum, it's to get away from his rotten family. And then he's the one who gets caught, like, tickling the chief's daughter after running through a cave. I mean, and then part two of that one is the mystery. Like, that woman wants to solve a mystery, right? Yeah. And, like, I've watched the episode, and we've gone over it. And I still don't know if there was a real murder involved in that one. <laughs> Which just adds to what Fantasy Island is. that like you really never know what's real. And so that's yeah, the one that, that I loved. That's the Celeste Holmes, Maurice Evans double hitter. That one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. All right. Is that, that's our, oh, okay. Yeah. I just agreed with you, Josh. I picked also Eagle Man and Children of Men too. So very good. Columbo, Josh, the Columbo episode that is your fantasy. Mm. It was uh, season nine, episode five, Uneasy Lies the Crown with Nancy Walker. And the reason I made this my fantasy is because one of my fantasies is to be sitting at a card table (laughs) with Rich Little, Nancy Walker, and Dodger great Ron Say. (laughs) And Dick York. <laughs> and Dick York. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, very good. Spencer, what about you? Columbo episode that was your fantasy. So trying to go against recency bias, but I loved Columbo undercover. Yeah. Like, that was so great. A little bit of an older Columbo. He's more refined. Yeah. Playing an Italian mobster, he cannot maintain an Italian accent. <laughs> But I love okay. that episode. I thought that was tons of fun. Watching him tuck his tie into his pants. Watching him be <laughs> pantless and have that be a theme of the episode a little bit. Making okay. out with a prostitute. <laughs> Making out with Time Daily prostitute. <laughs> okay. My Columbo fantasy episode is Troubled Waters with Bernard Fox, where Columbo takes a cruise and we meet 
Oh, what's that actor's name? Robert, not Robert Wagner. Oh, well, I can't remember his name. But he's wearing like the shirt that's got the enormous collars, and I'm pretty sure it's made out oh, of terry yeah. cloth. The used oh, car salesman yeah. guy. Yeah, oh, and you've got Bern- what's his name? Oh, it's killing me. You've got Bernard Fox, who's wearing like the loose white shorts <laughs> and has the the sexy mustache. Look, unfortunately, there was way too much peekaboo because of those shorts. <laughs> oh man i love that and i loved i loved the part in the episode where they came and knocked on colombo's door and he's like is it my wife did she get out of control during her partying last night so that's my fantasy all right the colombo episode that you want to murder joshua so i went with the last one we watched the undercover season 12 episode four like it just Older, more refined Columbo doesn't do it for me like older, homeless Columbo does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, I picked Forgotten Lady with Maurice Evans as the butler. And then you had Janet Leigh as the Forgotten Lady. And uh, it's just kind of a little bit forgettable for me. Uh, and then also, I mean, I think, does he feed his dog an ice cream cone at some point in that episode? <laughs> Is he that does... the one where he's like climbing the tree or something? Yes. Like he climbs the tree. He shows up basically in his pajamas and his hair is just a, a mess. Um, so the more I talk about it, the more I, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that one. Gently in the cat suit. Yeah. yeah. That's also the episode the very end. They're like. Oh, she has a brain tumor and she's going to die. You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. so, I guess I want to murder her because where's the justice? Bring bring the hoe in. Mm. Yeah. Do you think Kojak would be like, oh, she's going to die anyway? No way. No way. She's going to do her time, but maybe she'll learn something from it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Episode of Columbo that you love, Spencer. Oh, don't I get to do the one that I want to murder? And the one you want to murder, Spencer. <laughs> So I'm the complete inverse of Josh. I want to murder Uneasy Lies the Crown, Ooh. a poker game. Like, what about Ron Say? That one just kind of drove me nuts. <laughs> I him, but like that guy doing accents at the poker table. Everybody's like, oh. <laughs> stop! You're the guy who brings the guitar to the, you know, the bonfire, and everybody's just like, stop playing. <laughs> You know, just like the whole episode, I didn't think was great. The one thing, the one redeeming quality it had is that husband kills the wife and then forces his very emasculated brother-in-law to help him cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But that's the one that I would murder. Now, the one I love is Candidate for Murder. Ooh, that's a good that one. Was, that was, was one. such a great episode. It was between that and the Dick Van Dyke one because Dick Van Dyke was so mean. <laughs> the entire. The mustachioed Van Dyke. Yes. Yeah. But I love Canada for Murder. I just absolutely loved. So, so I'm going to go ahead and say right now that my pick is Negative Reaction with Dick Van Dyke because it, it is great how mean Dick Van Dyke is. But at the very end, when Columbo tricks him into giving himself up, Oh, it's just beautiful. Not to mention, this episode has a DMV instructor played by one Larry Storch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it does. And it was great. So that that was my favorite. Josh, what was the the Columbo episode that you love? Well, I'm with you, JR. Negative reaction. And uh, for all the reasons that you mentioned, but also because that is the episode where they think... uh, the, the nuns think that Columbus is a homeless oh, yeah. man. <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the episode where my award for you've been stooping was Columbo going at the homeless stew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The love boat. I'm going to start this one off. We're going to shake it up. Episode that was my fantasy. I'm going to go from season two, episode nine till death do us part. Maybe <laughs> locked away and chubs because no fantasy of mine is complete if it doesn't have <laughs> what's his name in it. <laughs> Mr. Planter, Conrad Bain. Conrad Bain, yeah. <laughs> Conrad Bain and Janet Leigh totally having sex in the, the cargo hold or whatever. For five straight oh, days. Yeah. Oh, breathing in the painter's fumes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That one's my fantasy, so. Uh. Well, so, Jar, I'm with you again. Uh, that was my fantasy as well. Uh, anything with Conrad Bain. Uh, but also, that was the one with Chubbs. Chubbs. Better get a 2K. <laughs> the crew of the Love Boat is creating a damaging complex in poor <laughs> Chubbs. Yep. Oh, man. I went with season three, 
episode 26. No woman for Doc, state witness, and the caller. <laughs> that was such a great episode where the state's witness were the hunky young man's trying to keep her safe. John yeah. from Chips. John from Chips. <laughs> but it's the ultimate fantasy island episode because he finds out she's safe, doesn't tell her, then tells her thinking it's going to be great. Yeah. You know? But they still get married in the end, so it all works out. <laughs> yeah. Then it, it had Ned Grimley. Oh yeah, that's right. right. That's the whole woman constantly. Ed Grimley, John from Chips, and Daisy Duke, all in the same episode. It's pretty. That great. is a fantasy right there. All right, Spencer, help us out. What is the episode of the Love Boat that you want to murder? Radio Mouth. Oh, Radio Mouth. <laughs> like I can't. Like honestly, like I. I have grown to love these shows. I really have. But that was the stupidest one. Like, Radio <laughs> Mouth was so stupid. <laughs> what, else, what else was that episode? What What were the other stories in that episode? Do you remember? Uh, let me see. I can pull it up here real quick. But just, like, the fact that, well, I went to the doctor and they fixed my tooth, but now my mouth's a radio. <laughs> and it was Love, Honor, and Obey. That's right. <laughs> which was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. That one was pretty good. <laughs> That's Where what Stiller commands yeah. his wife to yeah. obey. You're going to break up because she won't obey. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I don't know. Like, to me, that was, of all the great over the top, there's over the top that's great, and then there's over the top that's just stupid. And mm. unfortunately, that's where Radio Mouth came in for me. <laughs> all right, Josh, what about you? So the one I wanted to murder um, is Season 7, Episode 22, Lady and the Maid, Love is Blind, and the Baby Makers. This one was with Don Amici. And oh, I can't stand the two sisters that yeah. are like switching off with Don Amici. Yeah. <laughs> that has some great lines, though. That episode has some great lines. This was my pick as well. This had LeVar Burton pretending to be a helpless blind person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then it also had like the couple that was constantly fighting because wife wanted to have a baby, but she insisted on doing weird stuff instead of, you know, just doing it. Right. Um, so this was also my pick for the one I wanted to murder. Yeah. Like you guys forget that, you know, when Isaac didn't know what to do, the advice he got, I think from Stubing was just to treat the blind man like a man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> also where the real where the rich sister tells the poor sister you know what you'd be happier if you weren't so bitter about how everything turned out <laughs> all i did was steal your husband and live a life of luxury while you're a maid on a cruise ship <laughs> all right here we are the love boat episode that you love spencer the one that i love love me tender fish out of water and stewing's cupping nothing <laughs> will ever beat that episode <laughs> mermaids stewing getting tenderly rubbed with erotic grandson grandma cruise adventure yeah i worry that maybe it's recency bias but that episode was so good it was so oh, yes, good so that's vaguely. that's my pick too oh that was mine too like i don't know how it could be anything else that one was just out of this world <laughs> All right, then. Okay, here we go. We're going to do some global awards now. So we are back to Kienes Mas Macho. I'm going to go because someone else is going to take this. And I'm, I'm going to steal someone else's thunder. So take that. So from the Invisible Woman and the Snowbird, Sexy Ned Pringle. <laughs> Sexy Ned Pringle. Yeah. Although also, salesman. my problem with that, though, is, is that I'm not sure he's the most macho in that episode. Because uh, Mr. Rourke dons the flesh-colored leotard. <laughs> that was... Uh... So anyway, but I, I will grant you that one. Mine is for Fantasy Island, Season 3, Episode 23. Eagle Man and Children of Mentu. The most macho of all men. Mancore! <laughs> it is hard to beat Mancore. <laughs> all but right spencer what do you think i went following josh i went with montoban donning the tights and then soaring with the angels <laughs> <laughs> you never see him land he just goes up and keeps going yeah. all right time for the season wide award for you've been stewing spencer i went with contessa and blonde tattoo 
<laughs> he, had to, he had to get up on the diving board to be almost high level to kiss that woman. <laughs> that was the most well deserved of all stooping. Uh, that was the haystack moment of the year. <laughs> uh. Now fight the wrestlers. <laughs> all right, John. <laughs> He gave him a harem of men. All right, Josh, what do you think? Oh, gosh. Um, so the for me, the best doing, I'm gonna give it to the namesake himself for getting the butt cup massage. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to come back to Janet Lane, Conrad Bain. <laughs> Thank oh, you. That was so steamy. That was so steamy. Okay, here we go. Your guest star that is your fantasy. I'm going to kick it off with Don Amici. He's my fantasy. <laughs> what do you think, Josh? Uh, I actually agree with you. Don Amici. In a flesh-colored leotard, like, <laughs> soaring over the circus. I, I go with Don Amici. What, all right, what do you think, Spencer? I went with Jack Riley. Now, that may be shocking. Fascinating, it is. Shocking. But mm. for this reason, I went through an entire episode and didn't know who he was. Yep. <laughs> it's making him more fantasy than reality. So... <laughs> So that's why Jack Riley is my guest that I want to murder because I can't even remember who he played in any of the episodes he was in. <laughs> All right. So, what about you, Josh? Guest star that you want to murder? It was Lay Storch, Larry Storch, and specifically for his role as Hal Ripley in Fantasy Island, where <laughs> he does Gilligan dirty. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's just Biff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Spencer, what's the guest star you want to murder? I wanted to murder Nancy Walker. Nancy Walker. Like, she just kind of drove me nuts. Like, I did not honestly yeah. care for Nancy Walker. She was my runner-up, Spence. All right, Spencer, who's the guest star that you love? Ed Bagley. <laughs> the ginger giant himself. <laughs> Amen. Alan Bundy. He, he owned every role. He was awesome. Wow. Okay. Oh, All yeah, right. hands down, it was Bagley. So I chose Larry Storch. Oh, wow. I love the Storcher. I think he was so good as the DMV instructor for for both minutes of that. And then both minutes when he was in the love boat. Oh, he was so good in the love boat. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian guy with the 3,000 kids. <laughs> oh, my God. So good old Larry Storch. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's a shocker right there. It is. Now it's time to get serious. This is serious time. The show that is your fantasy, Spencer. The show that is my fantasy, Fantasy Island. Hmm. Because honestly, you never had any clue what you were going to see. <laughs> you knew who you were going to see, and it was that black lady who's in every one of these episodes. We knew who, <laughs> but we didn't know what. Yeah. <laughs> and then to add to the fantasy and the mystery... When we had to start watching them in what I can describe as 80s quality television off YouTube, it <laughs> added to the allure of the fantasy. So that one is my fantasy. Josh, what about you? For me as well, it's Fantasy Island for many of the reasons Spencer just articulated. But there are so many of my own fantasies coming to fruition <gasps> in that in those episodes. So oh. becoming a superhero for your child, soaring on a trapeze. <laughs> Living All in right. a beach hut. Well, I'm going to break it up a little bit. The show that's my fantasy is The Love Boat. Because hmm. it, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful, but it's not the one I love the most. Whoa. So I, that's, that's how I got to do it. So now what's the show you want to murder then, Josh? It would be Columbo. I love Columbo, but just... Between the three, that would be the mm. one. Spencer? And there's lots of murder in it, Columbo. Mm. Can I go with Murder, She Wrote? <laughs> Different oh. category. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, the one I would murder of all these, that is so hard, isn't it? It would probably be, just to switch it up a little bit, The Love Boat. 
And it's not that I don't oh. love the love boat, but I've grown to really love Columbo. Yeah. So, so I agree with Spencer. The show that I love the most is Columbo. Columbo is just consistently really good. So that means the show that I want to murder is Fantasy Island. And I think it's just because it's inconsistent. Like there's some great episodes and there's some real poopers. So that's what I got. But Columbo is 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 almost always just really top quality. Whoa. Like the first episode of Columbo I watched that we watched together, I'm like, I don't know about this. This is kind of driving me nuts a little bit. Yeah. But then you kind of understand the format and how it works, and it's awesome. Yeah. Josh, does that mean that the show you love is The Love Boat? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. It's The Love Boat, maybe powered by just how much I loved the very last episode that we saw. I think that was this, the with Toby and Grandma. Like, that was the best storyline of any show we saw all year long, in my mind. Ah, that was so good. Toby and Grandma falling in love. <laughs> you know Toby's going to die. Grandma taking the bullet. <laughs> I got to give him one romantic interest. So, folks, if, if you're curious... Our highest watched episode is Celeste Holm, our first episode. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I suspect that might be because people checking it out for the first time listen to the first one and they're like, yeah, I'm done. So <laughs> on them. <laughs> then af- after that, we have Maurice Evans and then Janet Leigh. And then our bottom three, Bernard Fox is the bottom. Bernard, I don't know what to say, man. Sorry. The loose whites uh, just turned yeah. everyone off. The second to bottom is Ed Bagley. That may just be because it hasn't been out there for very long. Because that was that was a great episode. And then number My three. My personal is, favorite episode. Yeah. The third yeah. to last is Don Amici. And he's had some time. So I guess people aren't feeling the Don Amici as much. Mm. But all right. The queen of season one, Celeste Holm. Congratulations. Dame Yay. Celeste Holm. Way to go, Dame Holm. Okay, folks, I got some good news for you. We are coming back in January, and we are kicking things off with a bang with Leslie Nielsen. Oh, oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, so he had his career where he like started out serious and then became a comedian, and I don't know what we're going to get. And then he just default devolved into uh, fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Spencer, we are kicking it off with Fantasy Island, and your choices are... Season 1, Episode 10, Superstar slash Salem. He is Dr. Whitfield. The second one is Fantasy Island Season 2, Episode 14, The Seance and the Treasure. And he plays Victor Conti. Wait, what season was the first one? Season 1. Let's do Season 2, Episode 14. Yes, The Seance and the Treasure. Very good. Can we ever mix in a Christopher Hewitt episode? You know, it just hasn't come up yet. Were the guest stars, had they jumped ship by the time Christopher Hewitt came around? I don't know. I'm trying. All right, Josh, uh, it's time for you to take Columbo. So your choices are from season one, episode five, Lady in Waiting, and he plays Peter Hamilton. Mm. That could be serious, Leslie Nielsen. So season five, episode three, maybe he's more comedic in this one. Identity Crisis. A.J. Henderson is who he plays. Let's do season five, episode three. Which you don't know if that's in 1971 or 1992. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. And then my choice of the love boat. There's season one, episode 10. Dear Beverly, the strike and special delivery. He plays (laughs) Russ Blanchard. Season one, episode 22. A selfless love, the nubile nurse and parents know best. Oh, nubile nurse. Wait, he was in two episodes in one season? He yeah. plays the nubile nurse? He plays two different characters, 12 episodes apart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, and in season two, episode 24, Ages of Man, Bo and Sam, and Families, and he plays Hank Hardaway. But I got to be honest, I don't know how to resist the nubile nurse. So, no. so what is that season? Season one, episode 22. And I'll post this on the Facebook page, and you guys can see this on Facebook so you know what we're watching. Well, you guys, that's it. That's the end of season one. Sure, we didn't do we didn't do quote of the year though. Oh, uh, do you have a quote of the year? Well, I thought we were all supposed to have a quote of the year. Oh man, I did not work up a, my favorite quote of the year, but no, you got I didn't it. either. Okay, Spencer, we'll, well, we'll be better one. prepared next year. Let's hear it. What is your favorite quote of the my year? My favorite quote, and it came from an episode that wasn't my favorite, but the love boat. I think you guys will remember this after I tell you. 
I've fallen in love, and suddenly it isn't very fun being my dead brother. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that gravy episode? I remember that. Where that guy played the blind girl. Oh, yeah, yeah that was a great one. <laughs> Well, listen, I don't have to think about it. I think I know what my favorite quote of all of them was. And that was, you should check out grandma in a bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll just go from the same episode and I'm going to say, no, Coral, you're not the only one who's been captured. (laughs) (laughs) That was my runner up. Okay. Hey, check us out on the Facebook page, Fantasy Murder Love Triangle Podcast, the... You can search it up by FMLTP because I can't have the word murder in a Facebook group title. It's just the way it is. Please go find us on Apple, Spotify, wherever, and rate us five stars. That's awesome. Please tell your friends how much you're enjoying listening to us talk about some great 70s television. Uh, Also, email us your thoughts and ideas and your upsetness at fantasymurderlovetriangle at gmail.com. And uh, I think that is it. You guys, Merry Christmas. Thank you for watching Kojak with me. That was such a treat. That was a treat. This season was so much fun. I know we didn't do it very often and we have busy schedules and whatever, but uh, every time we podcast it, it's one of my highlights of the week. So I have really enjoyed this show. So thank you very much. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, Maybe with the possible exception of the Murder, She Wrote episodes, but it is (laughs) super fun. (laughs) Next December, if we're still doing this, I would suggest we do have a a favorite and least favorite alternate show episode because we're probably going to have to do a lot more substitutions in the coming year. So that'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, if we're doing it this year, then uh, it's not real hard. Uh, goodbye to Murder, She Wrote. What's the the one with the painter? Yeah, that was that was the worst. That, that was, was terrible. Worst. And then, uh, that by default, Wonder Woman's on top. So. Oh, no. What about Planet <laughs> of the Apes? Oh, we did. We watched Planet, Planet of the Apes. The That's Apes right. Number yeah. One. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to beat Planet of the Apes. All right. Well, I'm really looking forward to 2024. Here's to more Conrad Bain and more Christopher Hewitt. Yes. Thank you, Josh. I think that that is the Christmas sentiment that we're all feeling. Yeah. All right, you guys. For me, just sound out 23 and ring in 24. Love thy neighbor, baby. Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> Love thy neighbor, baby. Good night, Theo. Jingle bells, Frank.